Aloha. Hello and welcome. We are back from the baller lifestyle com. You're listening to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. This is episode number 472. We appreciate you being a listener. We're stoked that you are tuning in. We love you. Uh, if you would like to reach out, I feel like I scared people off by telling them they couldn't leave two voicemails. So I, I just opened the voicemail. A lot of the regulars aren't in there. It's, the, it's, this, that's, it's called passive aggressive this passive aggressive behavior you could still call just like try to throw it all in there within three minutes that's all uh the voicemail number nine four nine four six four tbls eight two five seven also you can send us an email mailbag at the com. appreciate all your contributions you should consider subscribing to the bonus content there's a lot there that you don't get if you're only hearing the free show. If the free show's enough, that's cool. But if you want to hear more stuff, you gotta you gotta pay. It's five bucks, and that's where you hear about the um, about the uppity Uber Eats driver that got fired because he or he got a one star review because he refused to deliver crystal meth. Hey man, it's this the game is about tips, my dude. We're gonna talk about that later. Or how about the Penn State student or not student, former Penn State student that faked her own abduction so she didn't have to tell her parents she wasn't graduating. We're talking about that. And you can only hear it if you subscribe. Click the link in the show notes. Five bucks a month or 50 bucks a year, soon to be 55. You also get my bonus show, Bonus Bry which there's a, there's a new episode out. I forgot what I talked about here. Let's look. I got a note here. Oh my God. I got something. I got something else to talk about. That's going to affect this broadcast. Hold on. What did I talk about on bonus pride last week? Oh, this is about, about um, Darby and the OCs complaining about there being commercials on bonus Bry, And now there will always be commercials on it. So that's, you're going to hear that. If you subscribe, subscribers know what I'm talking about. Also, the new, new the new baseball rules, pinch runners. There's, there's going to be 32 bake McBrides in baseball because you can just pinch run and then then pinch run again with the same guy over and over again. And that's you guys like that. So check out Bonus Bry if you are a subscriber to the bonus content. Click the link in the show notes. I am joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how's it going, buddy? Uh, I love the new baseball rules because these sure. games are peppy. They're, yeah, they're quick. They're, they're quick. They're but, going. They're going. But I they're like doing. It. They're doing more, and it's going to be shit you don't like. We've opened a can of worms here, and you're you're going to end up with nine designated hitters and nine designated fielders, and it's it's going to be like rollerball out there. So just be forewarned. <laughs> I just know I can watch a ten nine game, and it's still under three hours. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, three hours is good. Good length of time. Some of these, I don't know what the quickest one's been, but like, you know, you get one of those ninety-minute pitchers duels, or you know, one nothings. They go by pretty quick. Surprisingly, they're yeah. not. They're not going to be selling as much beer. Although I know the O's, 
your O's were the uh, were the uh, the vanguard of they just sell beer the whole game at the O's game at Camden Yard. They do, yeah. Well, good for them. Or they or they or they might shut it off in the ninth. But everyone else that's like asking or that's decided to do later beer sales, the the O's were already doing it. They already had the longest beer sales in the in the game. Um, that's uh, it's. There's plenty of places to buy beer in Camden Yards. Like yeah. they've got like, well, you know, it's it's crazy that yeah. that this is not just Camden Yards. Tell me, but but the all the like the self service things where you just pick up the beer and it it knows what you've oh. got. There's no shut the fuck it's up. It's totally oh, it's totally automated. I did that at the Barclays Center yeah. in uh, in Brooklyn. Like you just go to an area and they they like they know what beer you have. It's like Big Brother. They're watching. Oh my god! Well, it's Dodger Stadium—they don't have that, but they're cashless, which makes it kind of hard to tip. Yeah, you know, yeah, you want to take care of the people, and you don't, and you you don't want Uncle Sam to know about it. You know, I tip cash. I, I do the same thing. Well, I don't know if we're talking about it here about how Uber drivers—I might have been with my son—about or not or Uber Eats. They're you know they'll downgrade your delivery if they don't see a fat tip on there, but I tip in cash. So when they show up, I hand them a $10 bill and go, here you go. So, and they don't know that before they go to deliver. So there's, there's a whole new world of tipping etiquette out there. Yeah. That really sucks because you know, and first of all, everyone asks you to tip, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you get anything where you use your card at the counter and it's yeah. like, would you like to put in 25% tip? Yeah. Mm, yes. not it depends. But- depends. Yeah. Depends. It's, it's a lot. Because, you know, like like um, McDonald's is it they think they're a tipped service now and you got to order at a kiosk. You can't even talk to a person. And then I start yelling because I can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, shit. Yeah? I didn't really have much. Oh. oh, yeah. There is a coach in college basketball that I have never enjoyed. And he got into a little trouble oh, yeah. today, this afternoon, oh, and it yeah. it was it was a late enough story that didn't make it into the the rundown. Yes, we should discuss old Huggy Bear yeah. revealing who we always knew he was. Yeah. Oh yeah, just dummy. Yeah, he dro- spoke in a radio interview. Yeah, he pulled his yeah. Brenneman. Yeah, he dropped a he dropped an F slur. On, I didn't catch the I didn't catch the context of it, but. Course, oh, he's talking about he, yeah. he he used to be the Cincy coach for for That's many right. years. Bearcats, the, rival, the rivalry with um the rivalry with Xavier. Oh, uh huh. And he oh, there a bunch of those Christian <laughs> <laughs> those Christian uh. Fs, and then and then like one and and it was also like uh, Simpsons um making fun of like. Sports talk guys who are always laughing. Yeah, the entire time they're like, (laughs) like two guys, they're just yucking it up. And then he said it, and one of the guys kept yucking it through, and one guy got silent. And he said it again. No, he did two. He did (laughs) two f slurs. I I sent I sent you the audio. Wow. Um, I think I did, but uh, but yeah, it was uh, not a good look for Huggy Bear, and uh, I'm happy that. He's probably going to be shown the door. It is West Virginia. And, Hold on, you know. Yeah, you know. I know. I know. But I'd have to wait. If it is there. his last, yeah, uh, moment as a head coach, 
He can sleep well knowing he got bounced in the first round by the good guys, the Terps. That's right. Well, and also, look, I don't, I don't condone any F slurring of people, obviously, but, but, um, Bobby Huggins, he's, he's responsible for something that I detest. And that's how uh, all basketball coaches look like slobs these days. Yeah, he always rocked that that mock turtleneck. Yeah, because he's fat, so he 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 socias it out there, and he wears you know he wear a tracksuit or whatever. Now they all do it. They all they all wear like a quarter zip. They look like shit. NBA coaches do it too. They look like fucking shit. You want you want to look good on the sideline? How about you go look at a picture of, of Pat Riley in 1987 and try to oh, look yeah. like that? Um and. You know, he occasionally would bring in motivational speakers for, for his teams. Yeah. And on November 21st, 2020, I want to thank my friend Tom Brenneman for traveling over to Morgantown <laughs> and speaking to the team. Oh. His message isn't one of excuses, yeah. but one of accountability. <laughs> it takes courage to confront mistakes head on, and I believe our guys learned that from his time with us. Well, <laughs> Somebody didn't learn the lesson. They're both they're both, they're, they're both Cincy guys, so that's uh, yeah. I don't. I mean, look, you know, the Mountaineers, Morgantown, they might not, they might not have. He might just be able to say sorry, but may, but then maybe he starts dressing better, and maybe starts yeah. telling. I think there's people there's to dress a, better. There's a better likelihood of him sprouting wings yeah. than him <laughs> dressing better. Yeah, that's true. Um, so last Wednesday, I got. Walked out to take out the trash or something. I did something outside, parked my car or something. And I walked back inside and it was like under my shirt um, on my back. It was like an itch situation. And I was like, ah, and I couldn't, because I'm so jacked, I couldn't reach that part of my body. I still mm-hmm. can't. And so I, sh- I showed it to my special lady, Shay. I'm like, hey, what's what's going on there? And she's like, Oh yeah, it looks like he got bitten. And it looked like it was like a bunch of little bites. And you know how sometimes, spider? A, yeah, sometimes a spider will do that. It'll bite you a whole bunch of times, but it was itchy. So it's, I, I was like, kind of just noticed that it wasn't like the biggest deal in the world. And then the next day I was like, it's, wow, it's still kind of itching. And then I showed it to my chick again and she's like, Oh yeah, it's like worse. It was like a go- golf ball size. Oh, yikes. Patch. Yeah. And then I was like, they lay eggs inside of you. Uh, well, I was wondering, but I was like, yeah, it's no big deal. And then, uh, I, th- I think, I don't, can't remember. I think my, my chick was on the, um, she was like FaceTiming her mom or something. And she's like, Hey mom, what do you think about this? And she's like, Oh, she's like, looks like shingles. And I'm like, well, it doesn't hurt. It itches. It's not, I understand shingles is very painful. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. I, I actually knew a guy who is my age who had shingles. Yeah. So then, then I go to bed on Thursday night and then all night long, I'm like, my armpit is like really sore. It's like tender inside my armpit. Oh, did you, did you have sex with a BYU student? (laughs) Armpit sex? (laughs) Possibly. Maybe I got, maybe I got pit raped in my sleep and I am not, I am not a, um, Goes to the doctor guy, but, and the, and the armpit was, you know, like 10 inches away from the assumed spider bite. I'm not either, 
But yeah. that's kind of a concerning thing. Yeah. Like if it's just Very an tender. ache, like your, yeah. your knee's a little off or something, like yeah. you just kind of work your way through it. But that's that's concerning. I'd go to the doctor if I Yeah, were. so I did. I, call, I was like, call the doctor. and go, I got in with the physician's assistant. And I go, and then I was, on, I was supposed to go out of town and I was on the phone with my dad's wife. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, yeah, okay, we're going to come out tomorrow. And I go, but uh, I go, it's no big deal. I go, I'm just on the way to the doctor. Cause I got this thing on my back and then my armpits kind of sore. And she's like, that sounds like shingles. And I'm like, no, it doesn't hurt. It's not that it's not painful. It's just kind of itchy. And she's like, okay. So then I go to the, I go to the doctor and then the, um, the assist, you know, physician's assistant, like takes my blood pressure and she's like, oh man, you're muscular. It's good blood pressure. And she's, you know, checking me out. And she's like, so what's this thing? I go, I got this thing in my back. And she's like, okay, take your shirt off. She looks at it and she's like, have you ever had shingles? And I'm like, no, no, Whoa. it's not. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. And then, so the PA comes in and she looks at it and she's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what that is. I'm like, it's not painful. And she's like, yeah, it looks like it might be shingles. So then she goes and gets the doctor. And the doctor comes in and she looks at it for 0.1 seconds. And she goes, that's shingles. I got fucking shingles. And you're the second person in the last six months of like my age. I always thought that was for like 75 year olds. Yes. So I'm so they gave me some drugs. Right. And it's and it's the same drugs you get when you got the you got the age dog. When you got to, oh, it's the same because it's in the same family. It's chicken pox, right? But yeah, chicken chicken pox is technically an H virus, and it and doesn't you, that make you very? Aren't you very contagious? No. So well, yes and no. So if you've had chicken pox, you have you have, have the virus in your body, and oh. it can, it could come out at times of stress. I don't, I didn't feel particularly stressed. You know what it was? What? It's when you were forced to endure Last Dragon. It could have been. It could have been. Yes. That's right? Having to do. Having, that was the worst part of my yeah. last month. Yes. And having to do that pod with Telly was very, very right. stressful. Trying to get I, him, getting him on, on him. like the same call with us. Yes. Exactly. It was a very stressful time. Sending links. So... So I went to the doctor on Friday and so they gave me the, they gave me the pills and I'm like, okay, I'll just take these pills. Well, it's, I'm pretty stoked. I went to the doctor because on Saturday that, that little golf ball size thing was like two separate tennis ball size things on my back. And it's so disgusting looking. Does it look like big chicken pox things? Kind of. Yeah. It's like a lot of like. Like lesions from Philadelphia? Yeah, kind of. It's like a lot of bumps. It's a lot of bumps that are technically blisters. Are you. Yeah. And it's. Are you in like a separate room? Are you quarantined? No, No, because it's not. It's only contagious if you like. If you know how like. You know how like those Wall Street guys that you used to work with, mm-hmm. they get, they get, they get herpes from a hooker and they'd be like, Oh honey, just a fucking dirty towel at the gym. I knew I shouldn't have used that. 
Well, technically that is a way you can get it. Like if you got to like rub in it, you know, you got to like, just like, just like the H you got to, you got to expose your skin to it. Like strongly. Don't you have it for a long time? Like, is it? Uh, Well, I don't know. I, I, the, the guy I know that, that had it, there was a a long ass, like fuck period of time, buddy. Don't tell me this because I was, I'm, I'm like, Oh, they gave me pills. Well, I looked up and it said you could have this for like two to six weeks. And also you could have it forever. And, and not just like, not in the same way that we all have it forever. If you had chicken pox that just some people it that comes on and then it just kind of never goes away. And when I tell you, and I feel like such a puss because it started out, it was kind of itchy and it isn't, it's kind of like a low grade hum where it's not, it's not what I would call painful but it is it is so irritating that while i'm not like in physical pain it's there's something happening on my body that i cannot for one second stop thinking about that does suck yes and i'm gonna say something to you that like if you get in a horrible accident and you like break bones and people like well thank god you're alive but i have heard that it is like crazy painful. Yes. For some people. Yeah. I so, think I don't have. Yeah. Thank goodness. At yes. least it's not that, but yes. it does sound like it sucks. I have a, um, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Cause I've heard that too. And that's why I didn't think I had it. It's kind of like itchy. It's kind of like feels like little needle pokes, like all the time. And if I put a shirt on just, I'm, I'm constantly like arching my back. So the shirt doesn't touch my back lesions because every time it does, it's like a little, just tiny jolt of awful fucking pain. And I, I thought if they gave me pills, it would go away. I've taken the pills religiously and it is not going away and it fucking sucks. Oh no. And, and on Friday before it had like really gotten like gnarly, I was me and my girlfriend and a couple of buddies met for a few drinks. And then I told, I told these assholes about it and they're, and then they're doing a lot of stuff like, Oh fuck, you got your AARP card. You sign up for Medicare. Yeah. What's uh, you get the senior discount. Like there's a lot of, a lot of old jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fucked. I mean, there's a, there's a shingles vaccine, but it hasn't been offered to me because I'm not 50. And Oh, is that is is that it that yeah, you have the, to be fifty? Well, I mean, you could probably ask for it earlier, but people don't usually get shingles I'm before ask they for turn fifty. It because yeah. you're the second person who's like, you know, same age. Yeah, range yeah. as me. Yeah, Ugh. and it's like also, so it's like it attacks like a nerve. So it's like goes. It's like two spots on my back, and then you, I can feel the pain kind of wraps around my ribs. And then goes up into my armpit and like kind of into my chest, which must be the path of the nerve. And it's just like, it just, it's not like a debilitating pain. It's just always there. It never goes away. And, and there's nothing they say, like, don't put any cream on it. Like you can take a, take a cool bath. Well, that's not going to fix anything. I'm not going to feel better from a cool bath. I want this gone. Give me a shot. Give me like, use a belt sander. The thing is, it's like in, it's coming from the inside, you know, it's not, you see it on the skin 
and it hurts on the skin, but it's a nerve inside your body. It's fucking not great. Zero stars. Do not recommend. Yeah, I get my physical in like October, I think. I'm going to ask for it then. I can't. No. I can't. I can't. No. I can't deal. No, you don't. No, you don't want to deal. Okay. Let's let's deal. Uh, Let's deal with some sports. It's tough content to start. (laughs) People like it. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my crew rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. Ed, what is happening in the world of people who died? That's my favorite part. Let's get a tragic update. Tragic update. Cause Ed Daly has been keeping up on who just died. Cause we're about to hear from Ed on which celebrities are dead. So tell me who died. Ed, who died this week? We lost an all-time baseball name. Yeah. It really, that's really true. One, one of the great names. Yes. R.I.P. Vita Blue, three-time World Series champ with the A's and MVP, 73 years old. Now, I thought he was, like, from the Willie Mays <laughs> Me <era>. too. <laughs> so did I. Like, so he probably pitched in our lifetime, right? He probably yes. like, leaked into the 80s. Yes. He, so I, I remember um, I was playing golf one time at this public course where I have some friends that play a lot and they were like, Oh yeah. Vita blue was playing here. And I was like, one, how did you at, recognize at that age? Yeah. I'm like, how did you recognize <laughs> Vita blue? And B was he, was he infirm? Did he have a Walker? Like it's at that age. How, yeah, like, how could he still Ar- be playing? Like golf? Arnold, like Arnold Palmer. And the like the final time he like went uh, yes. masters yeah. and then, like, and everybody had to duck when he teed <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I thought I've assumed he was like late eighties, but this this is a relatively young man. I mean, 73. That is too too young to die. All Great right. Great moniker. Yeah. Vita Blue. Vita Blue. That's and and no stolen valor. That is his that is his um given name. Okay. A's sixty-nine to seventy-seven. Giants seventy-eight to eighty-one. Royals 82 to 83. Jeez, I had his baseball card, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, and then he played, hold on. Took took 84 off. Came, in April 1985, Blue returned. Right, the shingles. He, was old. Might have, he might have. Blue returned as a free agent <laughs> to the San Francisco Giants on a one-year deal. 
Eight and eight with a four four seven ERA and thirty three appearances. That gets you twelve million dollars this year. These yeah. year these days. They, even though they're playing well, that's like the Orioles ace kind of number. Yeah, yeah. That's no. That's that's uh, very respectable numbers. In nineteen eighty five, Blue testified in the Pittsburgh drug trials. Blue's oh, troubles with substance why, abuse. Yeah, that was that year off. Yeah, continued to haunt him. Oh, yeah. Oh, you like the you like the. Okay. Sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Face multiple DUI charges. Yeah. That's why he was left off the Hall of Fame ballot. He says blue resign. Yeah. 1986. Oh, no. He played the 86 year too, finishing 10 and 10 with a 3.27 ERA and 28 appearances. What? That's a good year. Give him another contract. Now, I wish I would like to know if during the maybe we can get the transcripts of those. Um, Pittsburgh drug trials, so we can fi- finally, once and for all, find out how Dave Parker got the nickname the Cobra. <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to think. It might have been uh, the dollop. Yeah, I remember listening to a, like a deep dive on the uh, the Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, drug trade. Like it was the pirate mascot. Oh really? He was the he was the go to he was the point man. Shut the fuck. Yeah, up. the bird itself. That dude. Shut up. That's even. I might have a new because everyone knows my favorite mascot is of course Ted Giannoulis, the San Diego Chicken. <laughs> but oh no! If the if the Pirates mascot is slinging yay, ahoy, mateys! Yeah, it's oh yeah, <laughs> it's that parrot. Oh, gorgeous! I'll try to find it, Ted. It, it's it was interesting, like the deep dive into like how this this web this this dude became the mascot over yeah. the summer and then he's stealing coke oh he looks like a cokehead the, the pirates the pirate parrot yeah now, i mean everybody but we gotta assume it's crack right the philly fanatic or or he could he could just have schizophrenia brought on by too much lsd in the 60s <laughs> oh doc ellis yeah <laughs> true yeah maybe maybe he was sharing um yeah that's very interesting r.i.p Vita Blue, great name, much younger yeah. than we thought. Yeah. R.I.P. Peter Klima. I kind of remember him. The first yeah. NHL player to defect from the Czech Republic, 56 oh. years old. Um, do you remember him? Yeah. Like, I don't remember who he played for, but. Sort of. It, it sounds familiar. It was like, remember, there was that just the late 80s, early 90s, all of a sudden they're like, oh, the NHL is going to start to have yeah. a few like foreign guys. And then it was 90. Five percent foreign yeah. guys. How now? How menacing when they when the Soviets would play? They'd be like the Red Army team. They're gonna play the yeah. Red Army team, and it's like, ooh, what? They're in the fucking army? Like, whoa! That's, that sounded so Pretty scary. Um, yeah. oh, this guy was a Red Wing, Edmonton Oiler, Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, he played for the Kings. I'm the I'm the biggest Kings fan in the world. You think I'd know that? Very I sad. Just, I kind of remember him. I like. That's it. Yeah. I don't having, remember this guy's name, yeah. but I remember what he produced for the world. R.I.P. Peter Good, the designer of the Hartford Whalers oh, logo, gorgeous, 80 years old. Gorgeous. That's a beautiful logo. Really and another is. one of those. It took me a while to realize there was an H and a W in the hold logo. On, hold on. Just it's a good it. logo. Hold on. There's an H in there. Hold on. Mm-hmm. This is this is going to be like a uh, this is going to be like a, a Milwaukee Brewers I still don't know what's going on in the Expos. Oh, yeah, there's an H in there. I never saw that. I swear to God, Ed. And and the whale tail is the W, right? (sighs) Yes. It's beautiful. 
It's a good logo. Great Wait, colors. Who did they become? Were they the, the Predators? Oh, who? Yeah. Or the Carolina Hurricane? Right. There were like a few that moved. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody the, became the Coyotes. What? Someone yeah. became well, let's, Carolina. Let's, some, how about I go on their Wikipedia and I'll tell you right now. How did we lose the whale? We got to get like, look, we need the Sonics back. And we need the whale and we, they should just decide, just pick like, there doesn't need to be a coyotes. The coyotes play in like a high school gym now because they have Didn't no they building locked out yeah. at one point. Yeah, they weren't paying their bills. rent. Yeah. Um, Boston, New England, whalers, NHL. Yep. Okay. And then Ronnie Francis heard of him. Good player. Uh, the, Oh, they, okay. Yep. Kevin didn't Yep. The, the Carolina hurricanes. Okay. Are the are the former, um, are the former whale Harvard whalers great? I mean, it's just the the logo, the gear is so good. Yeah, you you got to bring them back. We we need the whale. Now I I never been to Hartford, but I heard I understand it's a real hell. It, yeah, it's a terrifying say, city. We to say we need to bring them back. Like yeah. I I don't know if anyone needs to be in Hartford, yeah, and Hartford. we don't need Connecticut residents to have anything. That's true. Yeah, I don't. I've, I've they only associate heard bad things. themselves yeah. with Boston. Everything. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. No. So like. Nah. Yeah. But a good logo. Totally. R.I.P. Peter Good. Yep. Um, and then R.I.P. Tori Bowie, Olympic sprint champion, only thirty-two years old. I was trying to find cause of death, and That's I saw in one suicide. snippet somebody said she was struggling with mental health or something. Yeah, That's very sad. And as we've said many times, it shouldn't be the case, but. So it's always a little bit sadder. Yeah, I was attractive. Attractive. She, she yeah. was attractive. Yeah. I enjoyed her. She was uh, she was very country. She was like oh. a very country sprinter. Yeah, and she was she was cute. Yeah, that, it, that's my hold on. Because I oh no oh my god is my internet out no. Um, oh yeah no this is very sad. Very this is sad. very depressing. R.I.P. Tori. Yeah, thirty two. She was like in the Olympics like. I don't know, like eight years ago. Two like Olympics. she was, yeah. she's not long ago. Yeah, very sad. Uh, this happened last night. Suns owner Matt Ishbia yeah. said suspending Jokic after the Game Four confrontation would not be right. You know he's supposed to be suspended. That guy, Matt Ishbia. Yeah. What he do? Did he like? He like? Did he like he, act like he was playing? He's he was he was a walk on for Tom Izzo in like O two, yeah. and then he is one of these mortgage lender jackals, yeah. disgusting from Michigan, yeah. who's worth seven billion dollars now. He yeah. bought the distressed Phoenix Suns yeah. like a, a year. It wasn't that long ago. No, yeah, I and think it was this season. It was during the season. The ball goes into the corner. Yeah. There are a player and the ball go into the corner. And Jokic goes over to grab it, and Ishbia like yeah. holds on to it. Like I'm not giving my ball to you. Like oh my God. you're you're a fucking owner. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, I'm watching. You're not it. the ref. Yeah. What a fucking loser. And then watch how he flops. He flops. Yeah. When Jokic is like trying to muscle his way, like just give me the fucking ball, yeah. and then he flops. Uh, oh, what a bitch! Oh my God, he looks like LeBron James out there. He's, Pathetic. He should, be, he should be suspended the rest of the playoffs. What? He You're put, not part yeah, of the action. Yes, I totally agree. He put his hands 
on Jokic. He's, he yes. comes up and he puts his hands on Jokic's weird body, and Jokic just kind of bumps him with the elbow. Fuck this guy. And then he's trying to act magnanimous yeah. like it, it wouldn't be right to suspend Jokic. Fuck you. Yeah. You're supposed to be out the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, don't touch the players. Monster. Do not touch the fucking players. They're at work. You're just an asshole that probably got bailed out in 08. Fuck this guy. Uh, he's announcer. Glenn Kuyper. Quite Kuyper. Kuyper. Is he married to Dwayne Kuyper? Are they brothers? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Maybe he's he's related to yeah. Dwayne Kuyper. He had to apologize for, and I think he's serving a suspension for dropping the N-word with the hard R yeah. during a broadcast. You ever been, you ever been like, like a little buzzed and just standing in a, um, in a circle of people that you're just not, you're not super uh, well acquainted with the people and you just kind of stand there and you start thinking about things that you, that are embarrassing to do. And what if you did it? Like you're like, what if yes. I just stuck my finger in that person's drink right now? What would happen? Or, <laughs> so, or what, what if I, I grabbed add, this guy, was, never met and just kissed him on the cheek right now? What would, how would everyone will react? Right. I was, I, yeah. I was at a party Saturday night. Yeah. And Michelle wasn't there. She was she was down uh, a, a different function. Oh, nice! And I was so I was just alone at this this function. And there yeah. were like couples. There were like nicer people there yeah. than than the type that I usually sure. hang yes. out with. Yeah. And I had that thought several times. Like, yeah. well, what if I just like took this the food off this woman's plate? Yes. Right now. Yeah. Like just dumb yeah. sh- shit like that i think that i think that is a very common that we all have those sort of impulses like like w- we think like what like what if we lose complete control right now how embarrassing that would be and that no one ever talks about that i'm thinking that glenn kuyper's Qu- sitting there going don't say it man don't say it just so don't say it don't say he was it. he was trying to say he was yeah, trying to be say careful like, ed be careful luckily this we, isn't live he was. Yes, yes. <laughs> they they were visiting the. Uh, they were they were A's were at Kansas City, and he said something like, "I had a uh, a great time visiting the Negro Leagues Museum in Kansas City," and he didn't say the Negro oh, Leagues. Man, right? <laughs> and, and then he did the the Brenneman. Yeah, a little bit earlier in the yeah. show, I said something that didn't come out quite the way I wanted to. I just want to apologize if it sounded different than I meant it to be said. I just want to apologize for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Nick Castellanos hit a home run during that speech. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. It would have been great. That would would be the the single greatest moment in baseball history if he did. Yeah, I just, and you just, like, Dallas Kuyper's just sitting there with that stupid beard next to it. No, wait. He looks That's not his name. Dallas Braden is sitting sitting there. And (laughs) he looks like the dude from Hogwarts. Yeah. that br- that beard, yeah, yeah, it's a bad. And and he's got the new. He really goes for a look. He's got the newsboy cap on there because he's you know it's bald, and he's got the beard, and it's just it's just so it's like it's like that time, um, <laughs> Mike Myers and Kanye West were on that telethon oh, together. Yeah. Just I mean I like those awkward moments, but you know I just. <laughs> <laughs> the hard R is just a tough. That's a tough one to come yeah. back from. I just feel yeah. like it was. Just, he's gonna. He's gonna have to take a little time to yeah. come back from that one. <laughs> I mean, Tom Brennan was Tom Brennan and man, 
Tom Brenneman had malice in his voice, you know? Oh, he did. Yeah. No, he was he was yucking it up. Yeah. He thought he was I funny. Aware. I wasn't aware of the hot mic. <laughs> yes, you were. Yeah. Of course. Dickhead. It's always a hot mic. Your whole, your, your whole life has been around microphones, yes. dickhead. Yes, he's a dickhead. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm going to go teach my lesson to the West Virginia basketball program. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mattress Mac stoically ripped up his ticket after losing $1.2 million bet at the Kentucky Derby this weekend. Um, so I got, I like kind of know who this Mattress Mac guy is. I wish I didn't. I didn't know him. Yeah. He's, I think he's a pretty good guy. He's in Houston and I used to do some radio down there in Houston. So I kind of am aware of Mattress Mac. Here's here's the thing. Though. Is he like the mattress king? Or yeah, he, yeah, he's like the mattress king. So he here's the thing: the mattress business. There is no oh. dirtier business. It is. Oh yeah. It is one of the most mobbed up businesses. If you're if you're selling mattresses, it's so you can put things rolling into the mattresses. In, yes, you're exactly. rolling people in the mattress. It is exclusively a front for nefarious activities. There's a, there's a guy here in Orange County. And I see his stupid trucks riding around and he's like the surfing mattress guy. And it's on the side of a truck. He's got his his stupid visage surfing on a mattress. Look, this guy has bodies to his name. This guy's going to get subway Jareded before too long. This is this is just a fact that he's he's put people in mattresses and then put them into Lake Mead. Oh, of course. Absolutely. hundred percent. Now this mattress Mac, he's out here making multiple million dollar bets all the time and, and bragging about it as is the IRS familiar with mattress Mac, because I feel like they got some questions for this guy as to why he's got so much disposable cash to waste on betting on sports publicly. Uh, I agree that yeah. that's too much money for a mattress guy. To be able to blow on a and and they said like last year he lost a million dollars or something on the Kentucky yeah, Derby yeah. as well like putting those kind of bets down. I know it's yes he's got that's what that's the kind of bets you make when you're moving big weight in the Houston area in your fucking mattresses. You cannot sell enough mattresses. Like do the math. How many people? Live in the city. How much? What's the markup on a mattress? It's actually probably pretty good. You know, like, it, even if it's yeah, pretty good, yeah. like how many mattresses no, to, no. to to be like totally cool betting one point two million dollars on a fucking horse? You no, don't know. No, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And also, and but also, it's very fun when people lose big horse racing bets like that. Yeah, and I yeah. I haven't been in in probably six seven years. I do like a visit to the ponies, but. This week was a, another reminder that maybe we're not supposed to be doing this thing. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> four more horses well, this week. And we know what Santa Anita. It was like fucking death row. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? They realized later, and this is what always happens, that it actually wasn't that many more horses than typically die in a season at a horse track. It's just that they don't talk about it usually that much. Okay. This is not usually in the news. No, I agree with you. It's like, yeah. yeah. 
It's fun to watch the ponies, but this yeah. is this is this is not good. It, it is it is interesting to me, and this is the thing I've always wondered because the the um, horse racing people will like be like, oh, and I like I go to Del Mar. Well, to say I go to Del Mar, I mean I haven't been to Del Mar in twenty years, but I've been to Del Mar, and it's pretty fun. But the, the horse racing people will be like, oh, first of all, they call the horses athletes. <laughs> and then they go, oh, the athletes. And they go, they just love to run. They do it anyway. They just love to run. To which I always say, then why is the little guy on top of him whipping the shit out of him at the end? If he loves yeah. to run so much, how come you got to whip his ass to make him do it? They don't. They never talk about that part. And Seinfeld talks about like how the, if they're the athletes, like how they just run and then they start, they finish right where they started. They're like, Hey, I'm back here again. Yeah. The horses don't know. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't, don't know, know shit. Yeah. They don't know shit. They're like, give me, stop and stop giving me injections. When, when is it my time to fuck all day? Right. When, when are you going to start giving me $1.2 million per load and I can do two loads a day. And, and then one day you get one day a week, you give me off. How about when a gelding wins the Kentucky Derby? Worst. That's the worst. <laughs> that is the worst. And they, oh, they geld them because they're they geld them because they're too wild, right? That's like yes, yeah. We could Tanning sell beast. Yeah, we could sell his cum later, but he he's impossible to race. So we gotta we he's, just gotta geld him. He's, he's he has kicked uh, several stable boys to death. Yes, already. <laughs> right. More, once again, yes. expendable people in the world of horse racing, like the stable boys and the jockeys. Like, there's a lot of disposable people, right? Yes, that nobody gives a shit about. Totally agree, hundred percent. No, no, fuck horse racing. Fuck. Um, also, also, it's the domain of sheiks, right? It's like, oh, they go, oh, the sport of kings. Yeah. No, it's only fucking oil barons and just all the shittiest people. And then I saw the, um, I saw the guy, the trainer and mattress Mac Yeah, mattress Mac, the trainers, the trainers are all just filthy, vile people. You can tell by looking at them. And I was oh, at, like Bob Baffert. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. He's the worst. I, isn't he like banned? I didn't see him. He was, I, yeah, he was banned. I, I, I thought it was like for a year and now he, I thought he was allowed back, but yeah. He, yeah. yeah. He's just shady. He's no, he's disgusting. And I was watching, I was uh, I was at a bar when the race was going on, and so and there was a band playing. So I just kind of was like watching it with no sound, and I saw the um I saw the trainer guy who won it, and they're like you know he gets all the credit, and I see him turn around, and his wife goes to hug him, and he goes whoosh, just right across, just fucking ignores her, and and I assumed it was his wife because it was a lady dressed nice and and then the rest was all dudes and then he just starts hugging all the dudes all the money guys you know it's just like yeah i can tell yeah, you're a piece it, of shit before you didn't hug your wife you scumbag how about how about uh like in in sporting events when they hand the trophy to the fucking owner like right, right. after yeah right after patrick mahomes just yeah. like yeah. delivered a super bowl and then they're yeah. like all right let's give it to the hunt family like oh, yeah. what oh, yeah. you're already rich Oh yeah, you've already won. Oh, those Hunt family kids look so slimy. And there's there's Terry Bradshaw, and he's like, "Hey, Andy Reid, you big fat fuck, eat seven more cheeseburgers, you fat <laughs> piece of shit." And no, you can't hold this trophy. I'm giving it to Lamar Hunt Jr. That was, <laughs> it was so, so weird. weird. Yeah, this is odd. Uh, well, let's let's stay with with the Chiefs. Let's. Jackson Mahomes <laughs> charged with aggravated <laughs> sexual battery. Well, yeah, I was wondering about that because. We, we, we talked about this. Yeah. yeah, he's very grabby. Pretty, it seemed pretty obvious. Yeah. Well, yeah, the law got involved finally, he, and he's um, you well, 
maybe I, I'm the only one, but I didn't realize he was such a big person. So when he's, when he grabs, look, I'm not watching this guy's TikTok. I'm uh, the, the extent of what I know about Jackson Mahomes is from this talk show. So when he's, when he's grabbing the lady at this seedy Kansas city bar, he's very intimidated. I would be very intimidated if I were this woman, because he's a much larger than her and she's trying to laugh it off, which women have to all the time because they're getting grabbed and squeezed and groped everywhere they go. Look, Ed, I've made it very clear on the show that I'm almost exclusively anti-death penalty. We, the problem with the death penalty is we accidentally kill people that don't do the crime right. all the time. I was just talking to my son about it the other day. I was like, if yeah. you make one mistake, yeah. how many, then it, does, it, it, it can't work. How many, how many is enough? How many, how many innocent people do you have to, will you, or do you accept killing so that you can kill some guilty people? Right. And, and also who makes, who makes that, who gets to make that decision? A man, a man right. on the planet, a man's the same as every other man. I don't know. Also take a look at the map of countries that do the death penalty. Do you want to be one of those? <laughs> nah, you don't you want to be, you want to be involved with those people. But, but that said, I do allow, of course, death penalty for intentionally causing traffic. We've said also weaponizing your bodily fluids instant. That's a death penalty case for me. Sorry. Look, I, I'm a hypocrite. I am. I will. And I will say now, as someone who believes women, I think it's time we, we set a standard. We, we make an example out of somebody. And I think it should be Jackson Mahomes who gets the death penalty for this gropey case. He's squeezing her ass. He's pushing her he's, around. He's disgusting. He's, he's got to He's got to serve. For the Charlie Roses out there, he's he's got to be the example. I totally agree, and also that, that's another thing. I saw Patrick. Look, I like Patrick Mahomes. He's a good player. I don't know about the voice. The voice is odd. It doesn't really fit the the <laughs> yeah, body of an athlete. Monster. But the but the, the the dude is accurate. And yeah, sure, they water down the field to to benefit his team. Of course, they did in the Super Bowl. Also, what they shoot up in his ankle. Not my problem. Guy plays well. He's a good player. But he's at that. He's at that. Uh, Kentucky Derby with a stupid wife of his. Didn't they just have a kid? How about you? How about you stay home with the new baby instead of going out to these events? Or maybe, or maybe, maybe you go separately. Patrick, you go fulfill your obligations as a pitch man. And let's, and let's leave this Brittany at home. She gets a little too much TV time. Don't you think? Maybe, yeah, we, maybe we put her in the penalty box with Jackson for a while for embarrassing us. How about that? How about we rule our home like a man. What do you think about that, Patrick? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm with you. And then yes. I, I'm like, well, I don't She's have a annoying. problem with him. He's a good player and everything. It's pretty good. But he's the cause of Jackson and Brady right. Mahomes in our lives. Yep. He's, he's so, got to like, clean his own house because we're being subjected to that. And it's his fault. He's got to fix but, it. But how long do we give him a pass? Like, I agree. Maybe we're supposed to hate him. Yeah. We're yes. It might be time. To stop giving him a pass. And also, what's he doing about Chief Saholic? Chief Saholic's out there is, roaming is he free. Still at large? That's a fucking good question. Let's look. Chief Saholic. He escaped, right? Um, yeah. He yeah, he cut well. He was deemed not a Chief oh look, Chief Saholic on the run. What a stupid name. Chief Saholic. News. I gotta click the news. Tab. The time I went to the Super Bowl, there was a guy in a full 
uh, Elvis, like seventies Elvis costume, but in Chiefs, like uh, like Chiefs colors uh, outfit. No, and it said first down Elvis. Oh no, No. he was first down Elvis. It was really sad. My buddy, my buddy McRaider, he was long time Raider. Yeah, McRaider, long time. He was a long time Oakland. Raider season ticket holder. I imagine he's also got season tickets to Vegas. I haven't talked to him in a while, but he would go up. He would fly. He'd grab a Southwest bird on Sunday morning, fly up there to the game, go to the game and fly home. But he'd go to the game and he was, he was such a Raider fan that he knew all the other Raider fans and he would go to the black hole and he knew all the guys uh, in the black it's hole. So lame. Those dudes. So dumb. Shoulder it's so dumb. But he would call the black hole guys by their by their Christian names rather than so the one dude was Spike, Spike and he'd be like hey Greg what's up how's it going hey, hey man it's fucking Spike all right it's not it's, I'm Spike and he I, okay whatever uh, Greg and he would like call on purpose he would call all of them by their given names so we reported on this a week a month ago yeah alleged bank robber Chiefs fan Chiefsaholic cuts off ankle monitor and his has been on the run for a week that was a month ago Chiefsaholic is still on the run. What 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 is what is with the police force? I think he did this. It, he's probably in Oklahoma. living amongst wolves now. They yeah. don't. They can't find him. He's a wolf. Yeah. Where the fuck is this? He might be. He might be out in the out and in I the just, forest. I just Googled first down Elvis in yeah. the Google image search. You yeah. can you can see him. He's oh, he's still out there. Now that bums me out. First down Elvis. You know it makes it, it makes you not as as mad at Ragnar. You know Ragnar. He was just—he was collecting a paycheck at least. He—he he, he shot his shot. He did, and, and and the Vikings are like, "Yeah, pass." He went for it first down, Elvis. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. And, and also, I mean, I mean, this is a custom Chiefs Elvis outfit that you know he probably. Oh, he's got a website, Ed. Mm. That you know he had to get sewn. You know, like. We love Dance and Barry on this show, but at least Dance and Barry was just a coked out dude in LeMay. <laughs> you know, that was that was an off the shelf fit Dance and Barry ran with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's um, hope that, back to the back to what we we're discussing. Let's hope Jackson Mahomes gets the book thrown at him and also Chiefs Aholic. And let's uh, let's put some of this back on Patrick Mahomes to to handle. Maybe, maybe we should put them both in the same cell. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not opposed uh, to that. <laughs> um, Frankie Muniz of Malcolm in the Middle is leading the ARCA yeah. series standings in the NASCAR minor leagues. That's great. It's great. What's like? I, Can you I, imagine yeah. somebody who's like spent their whole life I life driving and like trying to be a, a, like a professional driver? Yeah. And then Malcolm in the Middle is beating you. Yeah. No, it's great. They they have to hate him because he didn't. Oh, yeah. You know, he didn't come up. He didn't do it the right way. Oh, Ed. He's driving the hair club for men car. Cy Sperling. Do you trust him behind the wheel? Because doesn't he not remember shooting Malcolm in the middle? He had like a stroke or something. And like he he had like cognitive issues. And also, isn't he 16? Like it's you're you're allowed to drive professionally as a 16 year old. That's crazy. What's I'm, you know the other guys hate him, which kind of makes me root for him because, look, he's gonna get a ride because he's a name, and this is all about selling sponsorships. I was, I was at a bar 
Brother Day. Been to a lot of bars lately, I noticed. And there was a, the NASCAR race was on. A couple of those little guys got in a little fight. It was cute. And, but I was noticing the cars used to say like Coca-Cola. Yeah. Budweiser. Home Depot. Was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now like, it's, now it's like Ted's used cars. Yeah. Um, I just stumbled upon a pretty scary quote. Uh, I, I love my past. I love everything I've done, Mooney said. But I don't remember ever saying I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be a garbage man, honestly. And acting took uh, over my life. Oh, God, he's such an asshole. All actors are such assholes. They're so self-important. Uh, I'm reading the story here. It's been, it's been a long time since Frankie Muniz was Malcolm in the middle. And then it says, these days, he's more like Malcolm in the front. Is that, oh, no. is that he's a spit roast guy, Ed? Is mm. it, he starts in the front. Yeah. The multi-talented actor turned race car driver. I is, mean, yeah. let's let's pump the brakes on multi-talented. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sounds like he's a pretty good driver. Ed, I, I got to be honest, though. I think um, I think that the question is begged as as we discuss this, as assuming I can find the button is how fucking rich is this guy? <laughs> How fucking rich is this guy? I can't figure it out. I guess I'll try. Is he worth a billion or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? Beautiful dulcet tones from our dear friend, Brad in Florida. Brad in Florida didn't like that we were making fun of his um, his pro wrestling call i enjoyed his pro wrestling call i enjoyed the call yeah i mean i'm not watching pro wrestling unless it's dirty ron our new favorite pro wrestler like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm getting on get the dirty ron guy. train yeah. yeah get that guy in the wwe and uh, yeah. I'm, back in. I'm into that okay frank so now frankie mooney's ed and let's just let's just so, get the details on so now malcolm in the middle was was a a show that was on as a sitcom back when you could make real money doing sitcoms, but it wasn't like a friends. It wasn't there's nobody no, was getting a million dollars an episode for it. I think it was Fox because I remember like after football, like they yep. would that I, I would see commercials. I never yeah. saw it, but I I remember recognizing um Brian Cranston. Yep. Stuck like to when Tim Wadley. Yeah. When when breaking bad and I'd be like, oh that's Tim Wadley. Yeah. And knowing that he was he was something, so yeah. that show probably yeah. lasted six, seven years, seven, seven seasons. Years. Okay. I never saw a single episode. I'm probably never admit. saw a single episode. Yeah. Malcolm in the Middle is American sitcom created by some dude that's rich now. The series premiered January nine two thousand, ended on May fourteen two thousand six. Seven seasons, one hundred and fifty one episodes. That means somebody's some some streamer owns Malcolm in the middle and all these people are still getting paid for it. If you got a hundred episodes, they'll buy it because they got to have shit to run. So it's on places, mm. probably on TBS, dark humored family comedy. Didn't he, didn't he have like visions or something? Was there visions involved? Oh, Malcolm, a child prodigy prodigy. Ensemble. Oh, it was like, it yeah. was like, uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't even know the hook. It just, the commercials always looked like, like chaotic family. Yes. Shit. Yeah, totally. It's got the there's Scientology aspect because it's that Danny Masterson's brother was the brother oh. on Malcolm in the Middle. 
Wait, Danny, Danny's the guy who's having uh, legal rapes. problems, yeah, right? He does the rapes. Yeah, his brother is the was on the show Malcolm and all. Okay, how much? What do you think? So he's on it for seven seasons. He was the star. But in, I don't in a, think he did anything else. Yeah, he was the star. Also, it was a mid-level show. Now, hold on. He also he got some movie deals out of it. I think he did like something like Jake Stevens' Child Detective or something. And that was a franchise. <laughs> hold on. Now, now we got to look that up. Hold on. I'm going to click on his name. Frankie Muniz. Francisco Muniz the fourth. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Uh, there's something there's something wrong with this page though, Ed, because it says he was born December fifth, nineteen eighty five, which would make him so thirty seven like years old, closing, closing in on forty. <laughs> ah, that can't be right. Francisco Muniz. Oh, Ed, Woodridge, New Jersey. Is that is that Philly adjacent? No, I think that's uh, not too far from here. Oh, half Irish, half Italian. Okay, acting commercials. Muniz, I wouldn't have thought no. uh, Irish Italian. Oh, no, Francisco Muniz, that sounds Puerto Rican to me. Uh, racing, oh, I don't care about that. There's uh, no way he's made like meaningful money in racing, even even though he's like the champion of this lower league. Like yeah. this is beer league racing at he, this point. He definitely, as you were saying earlier, he definitely has some um, some head trauma because it says right here. Muniz is a fan of the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Clippers. <laughs> That's no, no one with a, a healthy functioning brain would, would choose those teams. Uh, on November 30th, 2012 at age 26, Muniz was hospitalized after having a suspected transient ischemic attack. The stroke. I don't know. It can't be worse than what I'm going through right now because the I'm actually the armpit is actually now hurting. I think from the yelling, my nervous system is activated, <laughs> Frankie, and now the Frankie's armpit's causing back. You yes, he is. He's fucking me over over here. <laughs> I'm going to say that he was the star of a show, but it was like not that big, and the initial contract probably wasn't like massive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say he's worth. He really didn't do anything else. I, I'm going to say he made 20 million, which to be a star of a network show for seven years, I feel like that's pretty good. He he made 20 million. Um. Yeah. He made more than that. He's this. This claims he's worth thirty. Thirty million. I'm, Cody Banks. That's what it was. Not Jake Stevens. Cody Banks, I, I private detective. Remember that child detective. Wow. So maybe he he probably made like five for that. Um, something like yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, and they did a few of them. So he probably got at least a couple million per. But he, you know, he had to fund his racing addiction. Oh, also, hold on, Ed. Film roles in comedies like Big Fat Liar, starring Paul Giamatti, Agent Cody Banks with Hillary Duff. What? Up? You think he got that? There's no way. Other notable works included My Dog Skip with Kevin Bacon, delightful. Agent Cody Banks to Destination London. This guy's stacked. He's got thirty million. Now I'm starting to think, why didn't he make more? He should have made more. That might be low, Ed. 
Yeah. Might be low. You know, it's, he was on that show for seven years and seven seasons and he's still making money from it. That might be low. If I'm being honest, but good luck to him and his uh, new career as a, as a tiny race car driver. <laughs> Are race car drivers all tiny? Like you yeah. can't. Yeah. You gotta be small to get in the car. You gotta be little. Can't weigh too much. Those fucking the the what's the one with Lewis Hamilton? The F one guys are little because you can't be more than like 140 pounds or something. Like right. you have to be not only you got to be short er, but you also just to because the the cockpit is just small. Got to be small, and you can't you can't weigh too much. Same reason, and also it's the you know you want the car to be light. Who's the guy who committed murder? Tony Stewart. Oh yeah, he he's murdered. Oh, he's a fat fuck. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, is. Like, he seems kind of tubby. Like that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, must have been short though. They're most. Yeah, he's probably he's probably five eight, and you know two hundred and thirty pounds or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, USFL's Memphis Showboats were slammed for showboating a showboating tweet of a three yard gain. Well, they should be. They should be They're, these guys. First of all, I, I, look. You know me. I love look. Remember the icky shuffle? Who doesn't love love the icky shuffle? Yeah, I I love a good touchdown celebration. Now, when what's his? Who's the guy? Joe Son? No, the guy. He was he was on the New Orleans Saints and he scored a touchdown and he had he kept put a sharpie in oh, the goalpost. Oh, Joe Horn. Joe, Joe Horn. Horn. That's kind of funny. Then he got Terrell Owens. He scores a touchdown, and then he popcorn. runs all the way out. To, oh yeah, he does popcorn, or he runs all the way out. To uh, the center of the field, so he can dance on the so he or spike star. it on the star, which is kind of stupid. Like you should be able to just figure something out that you do right there. Now they have like choreographed things where the guy shoots all the guys down, and that's kind of a lot. I but I'm pro celebration. Like have a good time. Now when you're celebrating a first down or an eight yard pickup, like that's kind of just your job. You got to do a bunch of those to get a touchdown. The touchdown's I, really the one you want to celebrate. I don't think you should do a choreographed thing, but let's yeah. say you get a big first down, like pumping yeah. your fists and stuff like that's you, good. That's you, good. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. you can be amped yeah. for, yeah. for a key first down or, or a guy can, or a guy can escape um, two sacks in a super bowl, almost run past the line of sc- scrimmage, heave it down the, heave it down the field. And then a guy can catch it with one hand against his helmet. And no, if you're Joe Buck, you're just like caught Tyree caught first down. And not be excited about it. Now, here's here's my problem with the Memphis Showboats. Great name, by the way, though. I love that. Great name. name yeah. But I yeah. and I love football. Yeah. But I there's there's just no part of me that yeah. ever wants to it's watch USFL football. It's too much. It's too much. XFL, USFL. It's too much. We get a lot. We get a lot of football in the yeah. fall it's a to lot. winter. It's a lot. I agree with you. And while the Showboats are are a great name showboating a three yard pickup against guys that they couldn't, couldn't make it out of Alouette's camp. You know, it's like, I, 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 I had a cup of coffee with the Eskimo. Uh, what? Pardon me. Don't cancel me with the Edmonton Whoa, Elks, the Edmonton Elks or Elk. I believe the plural of Elk is, is Elk. They are yeah, the Elk. They've changed it. The Edmonton, the Edmonton Elks. Could, I, I couldn't make the BC Lions. Rough but now, Riders. Yeah, but now the, the one Rough Riders that's still a Saskatchewan 
couldn't couldn't catch on with some real ball going for the Grey Cup on a 110-yard field. But, hey, I'll, I like playing four downs better anyway, and I just got three yards against the showboats. No, I don't think so. It's you should be embarrassed. Much. Yeah, you should be embarrassed. Look, trying, trying is embarrassing, okay? Like, you should <laughs> act like you're annoyed that you got that three yard first down, just like, and then just run back to the huddle. You, you know, you know who never, you know who never peacocked it, Barry Sanders, mostly because Wayne Fonts wouldn't let him score a touchdown. He'd get he'd he'd go on a sixty yard run and he'd be down at like the four yard line, and then they'd bring in somebody else to score the like touchdown. Fullback, yeah, fullback. Uh, Wayne Fonts was like, he's like, oh, you know what I'm thinking about doing this year? Yeah. Going eight and eight. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's what he loved to do. <laughs> he was he was great at going eight and eight. Also, Danny what, Green's like, you know what? I can do that too. <laughs> he, also, why did Fonts? It's Fontes. Why is he anglicizing his last name and calling right. himself Fonts? That's embarrassing. Right. Don't be self hating. Yes, I totally agree. Take pride. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know what's also embarrassing? <laughs> Lakers Jared Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah. He was called out by the store. <laughs> He's accused of returning $2,000 worth of clothing that he only wore heading into the arena on the NBA pregame footage. Well, so there's a lot to unpack here. First of all, let's look at the outfit. I've, I've saved this specifically. Oh, I mean, so he's trying to look. These guys got a drip. Back in the day, you just wear like a tracksuit. And then, and then, um, Who's the little guy? He was like 5'10". Iverson. Iverson. Guy could ball. The guy could ball the fuck out. Imagine being that little and being the best player. Balling out. Getting to the rack. Crossing dudes over. He would and wear... David Stern's like, yeah, oh, he, this is too hood for us. Yeah, he would wear a do-rag. And, and, and you know what he would do also? The rumor about him? Never brought luggage. Got on the plane. That's, that's a baller move. Got on the plane, went to a new town, went to the mall, bought all new clothes, wore them while he was there, got to the next town, went and got some more clothes. He was making a lot of money back then. Point is, you could eventually David Stern's like, look, we're trying to sell this. You know, we're trying to get sponsors here. You guys got to dress up. Now they've gone way too far. And also, LeBron James walks in pretending like he's reading a book. He's got like farewell to arms under his arm and a glass and a glass of Chianti in his hand. Right. Like what we we need to put a stop to that. Where's David Stern to put a stop to guys pretending that they're reading Herman Woke on the way to the fucking sit on the sideline. That's bullshit. <laughs> Wins a war. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I would never got that. But he's weird. Look. This guy dresses like me. He's wearing jeans. He's wearing $2,000 sneakers. Okay. I need to know the brands here. Player outfits. Okay. Apparently. Oh, unnamed luxury brand. Oh, they won't tell that Vanderbilt returned the full ensemble to their store. (laughs) Because (laughs) look, look, this here's, here's what people won't say. This guy did it for the poon. He's walking in. He, he wants to know, but (laughs) You can look, you yes. can look I, like that for I about I agree. Yes, eighteen hundred dollars. Yes, yes, easily, easily. Uh, look, he but he didn't. He he thought some stellar piece was going to see him dripping 
in a Gordon Gar trail, and then they were going to slide into his DMs, legs agape. And it just, and maybe that worked out for him, but he, but look, this guy, what, is he on a rookie deal? Let's, Jared Vanderbilt, contract. Also, any relation, is he, is he a distant cousin Gloria. of Anderson Cooper? Yeah. He's, he's, he's the unnamed brother. <laughs> right. Different dads. Called, uh, called out for where? Okay, hold on. Contract. Contract. Oh, my God. This guy, this guy makes 13 sticks a year, Ed. Three, three year. Oh, wait, no, no, no. A three year contract worth 13.122. So he makes like $6 million a year. No. What's three? Three and a half million dollars a year. (laughs) Pretty close. A little over $4 million a year. In three years. Yeah. You've got plenty to retire on yeah. as long as you don't spend two grand close. on a fucking pair of jeans and t shirt. <laughs> fucking dummy. Do you think that somebody do you think that he got that he was successful? Like he got laid by the outfit, so he's like, Oh, I can just take him back. Oh, you know what's another move? Yeah. Is you say, Hey, I play for the Lakers. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. That's that tends to that tends to open things up for you right but he's jared vanderbilt like nobody like some like he probably opened up his dms and it was like yo jay just like everybody on the planet i've never heard of you but oh that shirt why don't you come rearrange these guts you know and he's like yes <laughs> now i can take it back <laughs> uh good for him hey look he kind of locks down he kind of locks down steph curry when they win every other game yeah yeah Ed, you ever notice how every series, each team wins every other game until it goes to the sixth or seventh game? You notice that? So that kind of yeah, like a pattern I'm, in the NBA. Yeah, I'm unfortunately noticing that that's not working for my next tonight. Oh, no. Who are they playing? This is game four, and the Heat are winning like by 10 in the fourth. I thought I saw what's-his-name rolled his ankle, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, but half the Knicks starters have rolled ankles. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, well... Uh, and Butler has about 25. He's doing fine. No, he's, he's um, a bad motherfucker. He's awesome. Uh, ex, so New Mexico State, yeah. like, they cut their season short this past winter. Oh, did they murder a guy like um, like mm-hmm. Baylor? No, it wasn't a Dave Bliss situation. Yeah. But word is leaking out that some ex-New Mexico State players were, like, bullying some of the coaches. And they harassed, and what? they pantsed a coach on the bus. Well, this is the guy the, was asleep on the bus, and they oh, tore down his pants. Up. This is this is, is Reggie Guys. Reggie Theus must not be the coach anymore, right? Oh, was he the coach? Yeah. Gorgeous Reggie Theus. Oh yeah, remember that Jerry Curl used yeah. to rock? Oh yeah, and you had the, he was a he was a black guy with light eyes. Is mm-hmm. probably had a pretty full dance card back in the day. This is what that, look if you got a coach that's got some bike shorts or some Riddells on that are made of baseball pants, but they're shorts for some reason. Your players are not going to fuck with you because they know you can squat 500 pounds and you will fucking kick them in the dick. This is you need tougher coaches. You need real men. This is why. Hey, look, you can't have a coach, Tristan or or trying to think of another. You can't have a coach. Well, I'm out of names. Tristan. Yeah, (laughs) you need you need a Chuck. But they they need to be afraid that if I pants this coach, he's going to have me running till I vomit tomorrow. He's going to he's going to do to me what R.I.P. Mike Leach did to 
Craig James's son. Put no, him in the closet. Locked him in the outhouse. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? That's where he deserved to go because the men were out on the field getting ready to play Baylor. Yeah. They had a big and, and, weekend and, and, with SMU coming up. And the injured co- uh, player's yeah. daddy That's kept right. criticizing the treatment. Yep. Fuck that guy. Then he like ran for Senate and got his brains beaten in. Yes. Good. Fuck him. Um, well, hopefully these guys never coach again, but they should lose their job. Look, they're not. If if they're if your players are willing to pants you, you do not have the respect of your players. <laughs> Certainly not. No. Uh, maybe they wanted to see. Maybe they, maybe they maybe they saw those bike shorts, and they were like, "Whoa, the fuck well, is Coach working with I, over there?" I want I want to see what he's working yeah. with. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't. Shame them for that. No, of course not. Um, so this is a breaking story in in sports, oh, like because yeah. there more just happened like as the show was starting. So Alabama, they, there was new, there was word that like certain sports books states were suspended spending gambling on Alabama baseball. Yeah, and then Alabama f- baseball fired their head coach. Yeah, after he was linked to suspicious betting. Then today. Iowa baseball was under investigation. Oh, yeah. And then Iowa State, just before the show, announced, oh, yeah, we've uh, suspended 28 players, like football, yeah. baseball. Like, this is the problem yeah. with, with sports betting. Yeah. You've got college kids that you haven't been paying for a while. And then this is an yeah. easy Steven, about it. If you're a pitcher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How easy it is to throw shit. Yeah. Remember Steven Headache Smith at Arizona State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was taking like twenty grand a game, and he was, you know, and then he'd go out and buy rims and cell phones and stuff. And then he was like, "Okay, let's do it. I was only going to do it once, but I need twenty more grand. Like, let's do it again." And that's the problem. Now, were the authorities, and then the way they figure it out is because of the because of the irregular betting action. Like, yes. there's not usually two million dollars in bets placed on, on an on Arizona MLB's. State. Game. Yeah. Right. Oh, especially that. That's that's the point. Like. Were, did the authorities find out in this case because somebody made a wager on college baseball? Like, no one's ever bet on that, ever. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, this is going to be a thing. Like, we're, yeah. Oh, yeah. by we're the time this out. podcast comes out, there's going to be more schools than just three. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, no, this is, and and here's what happened. So Christopher Moltisanti got with one of these guys, you know, he got tipped off. Somebody knew a college baseball player, and it's insidious. One guy hears about it, tells his buddy on another team, and then all of a sudden, everybody's doing it. Well, there were—I think it was at thirty for thirty. The um, the Arizona BC basketball, BC yeah. basketball. Yeah, the guy who was applying the, the pressure on these dudes. Yeah, was um, De Niro's character, Jimmy? Oh, whatever. Right. Yes. He was he was the one. He's like, okay, but it's going to be hard to make any shots with broken arms when the one guy tried to That's right. uh, pull out of the deal. That's what happens. That's what happens when you fucking you get in bed with these guys. They will fuck you over. Right. This is the mob. That's right. They don't, they don't give a shit, a shit about your college career. Right. And now everybody's got ring cameras, so they can't be like stealing trucks and shit the way they used to. You know, they got to come up with different ways of making money. Right. And you can't hotwire cars. You need the chip. That's right. The chip. You know, it's, it's harder to steal. Certain it's tougher things. to make a buck these days. What else? Ed? 
Finally, oh, yeah. um, Major League Baseball had some games in Mexico City, and uh, San Francisco Giants pitcher Logan Webb informed the world that 75% of his teammates have the shits after their trip to Mexico City. Uh, I mean, it happens, you know, there's different bacterias around. Uh, I always err on the side of Tony Bourdain, world traveler, icon, who had two rules, never eat at the hotel because this is the, they have a transient clientele. They don't give a, that, that fucking, that, um, that eggs Benedict, that hollandaise, that's yesterday's hollandaise. And they don't give a shit because they know you're about to leave. So they give you that shitty hollandaise. Okay. So don't, don't eat at the hotel. Second rule, never order a salad. They're washing that lettuce. Yep. That, that bad water or just different water. It's got different bacteria in it that your gut, your gut biome isn't the same as somebody from Mexico city, you know, but also the giants who gives a fuck. And also yeah, get a time machine. Yeah. Go talk to Hernan Cortez. Yeah. <laughs> tell him not to fuck, fuck over the Aztecs uh, and Montezuma yeah. wouldn't be taking uh, his revenge. Yes. <laughs> I will say fucking best Neil Young song ever written. Did come out of of Cortez's raping and pillaging of the Aztecs, so I will I will you know I will take that, and that's one right. one good thing. Uh, okay, hold on, I fucked up the. Oh my god, look, people don't like this because now I, we have so many good songs. I have two banks of songs, and I had to switch to one to get how rich is this guy, and then I got to switch back to the original bank of songs so we can do this. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's doing well in Armenia. Oh, he's... I'm going to self-report here, Ed, because while the song was playing, sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes I get up to take a leak because I've learned I can easily take a urinate in the time that that song plays, but I didn't this time. And I, and I, I, um, as a matter of habit, I just cracked open my phone. I opened Twitter and I realized I had made the grave mistake of tweeting, retweeting a story. I saw about how many, um, Dodger players have had babies, during oh, the season, this is, this is a Jay Stu issue. Jay Stu is so upset that these that these players chose to have children during the season, and they and as as professionals, they should do it in the off season. But Jay Stu thinks that the baseball season is six months when it is not. Pitchers and catchers report in February, and the World Series ends in November. So right. by my calculation, that leaves roughly give or take two months in which to have a child and who can even time that that's impossible to do. You got to, according to Jay Stu, all major league baseball players need to do their fucking in like 
September? No, that yeah, doesn't even work out. Yeah. No, but March. And you have to, and you have to. Yeah, it's it's not that easy. Yeah. Like, having a kid, like it, it's no, kind of a. It can be hard. Shoot. It, now, it I could will, take months. I will say, uh, as many have referred to me in the past, I'm the pullout king. I've been I pulled out for many many years until I was eventually gelded myself. And there were two times when I specifically made an attempt. Oh, you're way more potent than me. To impregnate <laughs> boy first try, girl second try, and I'm out. Did it. Handled it. But that said, a lot of times, you got to take a lot of practice. You got to get in the right position. Oh, I started watching that. Who emailed us last week? Matthew Richards about that, oh. that love and death show with um, Jesse oh. Plemons. And Olsen. Yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. Her, her nose job is very distracting. He is such a good actor, by the way. But it's very... Have you, have you watched it, Ed? No, but I, I, I watched something else recommended to us that I'll, I'll talk about. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. He was, and in that movie, he's trying to impregnate, and this is not a spoiler. It, at the beginning, he's trying to impregnate his wife. And his wife's, the wife's like, okay, get it in there deep. Like, she's really barking instructions at him, and there's nothing worse. As as somebody that's been down this road with some nameless people, you know, you don't want a bunch of instructions. You know, just I'll look. Let me do my method. I'll do my method. You'll be fine. Well, you'll get what you need from this. But you give me instructions. Neither of us are going to get what they need. And I was very triggered by it. And he's trying to make a baby. But eventually, spoiler alert, he does, in fact, impregnate her. And then the whole show's a lot different than what I was expecting. But it's kind of good. I, I, I'm still curious about it. Yeah. I, I will check watch it out. It. Yeah. I immediately watched the Boston Marathon bombing, and I forget who left a voicemail about it, but they were spot on. Yeah. It, so they interview the, the, the FBI, the cops, but there's like only like one or two journalists that they interview that aren't morons. In like interviewing this thing, these cops are so proud of themselves what they did, and they, I think it's Watertown where where they ended up because like Boston proper, if you go to Watertown or some of these other places, they consider themselves Boston, but like the Watertown cops, oh yeah, these oh guys, yeah, oh yeah, these these bozos got into like a firefight with a couple of like minor trained like yeah, they, they yeah. were like barely trained killers yeah and they failed and they shot like 210 bullets that like sprayed into houses in the neighborhood they they couldn't stop the the college kid who was following his older brother ran over the older brother so that was one of the guys done not the cops now was he was he the one that um that rolling stone made that glamour shot cover of or is that the or is that the one that lived joe is the one who lived Yeah. yeah yeah and the cops, they 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 shoot and then they fail to stop the 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 college kid, and then he ditched the car. Yeah. And they do this search. They shut down the city, the entire city, like Boston and the neighboring cities. Oh no! For days, and they eventually find him. There's a million things. He's in the boat. Like, he's in the boat one yeah. block from the ditched car. Yeah. And then also, like the the cops were given the lead of a lifetime when 
the uh, I believe he's a Chinese exchange student that they carjacked. He escapes at the gas station. He's like the Boston Marathon bombers are I just escaped from them. And then they don't put the crimes together. They're like, oh, we thought this was a straight carjacking case. We didn't think these were the bombers. And they're searching like the, the bombers dorm room. While this guy gives them all the information they need, it's just yeah, no. And but then they interview the cops, and they're all proud of like, yeah, yes. Boston Strong, we yeah. did it. And it's like, are you are you nuts? This makes you look bad. Yeah, no, this is this is the same thing that happened in the in the uh, in the Waco documentary, where these cops they fucking tipped him off that they were coming because they told they asked or no, they the um the somebody tipped off the local press. And then the press couldn't find the couldn't find the place, so they asked the mailman. They're like, "Hey, where's this Branch Davidian place? Because it's about to get raided by ATF." And the mailman was a member of the Branch Davidians, and so he ran back and told them. And then the, the they're like, "Hey, cops, they know you're coming." And they're like, "Oh, fuck it, let's just go anyway." And they went anyway, and a bunch of them got killed. And they're, and they're being interviewed, and a couple of them are like, like the lower level guys were like, "This was fucked up. I can't believe we did this. This was so stupid." And then like the bosses were like, "This is a great plan. I don't not sure why it didn't work out. They should have listened to me more." Like it's the same thing. Like there's just too many guys that think they know everything already that don't, and it ends up getting people killed. And and also when they close in on the boat, yeah. Like it was like the, the like the old Wild West, where police departments that weren't invited to the yeah. party showed up, and they just started shooting at the. Yeah. <laughs> they like love somebody to shoot heard stuff. someone step on a, a a stick or something, and then just gunfire. Yeah. They shoot tons of bullets into the boat. And they're like, "Hey, we need to interview this guy. Like, why, why are we trying to kill him? Yeah. Because they We've could, got him surrounded. Because Ed, they know that before they take their um full." Um, disability pension in the next couple weeks for turning their ankle or getting a back injury. They haven't gotten to fire their gun their whole career yet. So they're yeah. like, Oh, let's go take some shots at the boat. I remember watching the boat on TV. Yes. Like they the think he's ABC in the boat news report. Yeah. And they're doing, yeah. it's, it's just, I, I, I appreciate how difficult the, the, the initial identifying who they were because you had to like zoom in on, on, the crowd and figure out who left a backpack in the middle yeah. of a crowd. Yeah. But then once they got that part and they had their pictures, yeah. then there's like a 10 hour debate on, yeah. should we release the photos? Oh my God. Should we, but, but they'll be on the run. Get uh, they just bombed the Boston marathon. That's like right. they're on the run already. Yeah. They're like, they, they'll know we're onto them. Right. Like, they already that's know how you find them. Yeah. They already know. You got to flush them out. Yeah. You got to flush them the fuck out. Yeah, it's just it it's embarrassing. And then there's they like interview one guy who worked for like the Boston Globe or something. He's like he's like, uh yeah, it was really weird. They just started firing and he he just he just was the only voice of reason throughout the documentary. Yeah. He's like, This seemed pretty stupid. The yeah. plan didn't work. Yeah, now I gotta watch it. But it's gonna it's gonna piss me off. That's a problem. It is. Yeah. You're gonna you're not gonna have a good opinion of the Boston cops. Okay, let's do some voicemails. Hey fellas, what's up? Uh what's up? Baller Lifestyle oh, listeners. Dave uh, in Salt Lake. It's Dave in Salt Lake for work. For work. Hey, David. Sorry, I had to call in again one more time, though, but I, I think I heard oh, both of you. It's a motorcycle. This is the guy, this is the same guy that had his windshield wipers on the last time. And now he he's, is, he's got. He is racing on a motorcycle. Yeah, there's or street races going on. Oh, that reminds me. Fan Fan reached out and he tried to tell me that Brad in Florida, the noise in the background was a horse. 
And I'm like, that is not what? a horse. He's like, yeah, that's a horse. That's some kind of horse. He had an explanation for it. That's a horse noise. And I'm like, it is not. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> I don't think so. And Brian, uh, misspeak. You guys said that you agree with some of you. Somebody opens a cooler at a, a party or whatever, and they're packing a bunch of Miller highlights. You guys are like, that's a good beer. Oh, it's a great beer. But you go to yeah, yeah. oh no champagne beer. Oh, this fucking David Bray is uh, in Salt Lake City for work. Is going to pretend like he he shows up to one of his uh, fellow gate agents barbecue on a Sunday, and he's like, "Here's meet all my wives here." And he goes over there, and he's like, <laughs> "He's like, look, I'm Mormon, so I'll take a bunch of prescription pills, but I don't drink beer. But here's some for you." And he cracks open a cooler, and you see a bunch of ice cold high lifes in there uh, on a Sunday barbecue on a ninety degree day, and you're not going, "Oh fuck, that looks pretty good. That's pretty good I, to me." I do not enjoy a real champagne. Me either. And so, so every New Year's Eve, I make a point of making sure I have the champagne of yes, beers yes, so yeah. I can celebrate New Year's in style. I so there's there's this um there's this burger place in LA. It's 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 iconic for reasons unknown. But it's it's called Tommy Burger. Tommy's. And it's there's chili. It's their whole thing is there our burgers have chili on them. And it's the fucking whole thing is it's like chili on your burger, chili on your fries, chili shake, chili coke. It's just fucking chili. They give you a lot of chili, okay? But I, yeah? I do enjoy some chili fries. Oh, and it's delicious. Chili burger. Like, it's great. Sure. Yes. Here's a problem. Much like champagne is kind enough to give you the hangover before you finish yes. sipping the glass, the Tommy burger, in a similar fashion, provides you with a full diarrhea situation prior to you even finishing the burger. You're like three bites in and yeah. you're like, Oh my God, I'm oh, here comes Billy broth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's like, <laughs> it's who knows maybe. And we, we haven't gotten any confirmation of this, but maybe the San Francisco giants it, oh, after, yeah. after leaving Mexico city, maybe they all got Tommy burger at the airport. No one talks about that. <laughs> But yes, champagne of beers, thumbs up, champagne and stuff. And I talk myself into champagne because it is delicious. Like a nice dry. But I always get a headache. Always. Always. Every single time. And it's and it, and it immediately makes me so thirsty. Like it's um it has like some kind of like drying effect where you're immediately dehydrated when you drink it. Right. Okay. Let's I I'm I just I foresee David Bray having a bad take here. Let's see what he says. Champagne of beers. You guys were you guys that Miller genuine draft that is no the most MGD disgusting. is not the champagne of beer. MGD is disgusting. When MGD is awful, but terrible. High Life yeah. is good. We you know I I look back and we've talked about it on the show about how when I was in high school I worked at Soup Plantation. Mm-hmm. And look, I obviously. I Did you long, sing spirituals as you worked there? I, I, had, I had long hair, and I was stoned all the time. So, of course, they were not going to let me around the money. So I made the soup. I made the salad. I bust the tables. I did all that. But because because I couldn't rob the till, what I would do is I would fucking steal cases of beer all the time. And, when I would, and look, if there was a case of Heineken in the walk-in, I'd grab a case of Heineken, and I'd steal that. But a lot of times there weren't Heineken, and sometimes there were, was Heineken, 
and I would skip the Heineken, and because I was a moron, I would steal cases of MGD beer. Miller Genuine Draft. We're, in in the 80s and 90s, beer. we were sold a bill of goods on this MGD that yes. it was good. It's disgusting. It's a horrible beer. Yeah, it's really bad. We used to, at uh, the bar I worked at, yeah. we would go into the walk-in cooler yeah. and shotgun beers oh, in the there. That's the best. That's the best. You come come in, you come out. It's like you got a new lease on life. You're like, oh, yep. man. All right, I can do another yeah, hour on yeah, the shift. This, hey, hey, this was a, I was in the weeds. This was a shitty night. I feel like shit. You go in there, you drink a quick beer, you come out, you're like, all right, here we go. I'm ready. Ready to work. They, sh- they should offer too. that. Yeah, Positive absolutely. Too. Yeah, yeah. Well, you <laughs> do another one 45 minutes later. Okay, listen, David, Dave's all fucked up over here. You guys, that's the cheapest. The only good thing about that beer is the cheapest beer. You go to buy the singles and stuff here, it's in Utah, where they have, like, steel reserve, the malt liquors. It is the cheapest. Does he? He's doing the thing again with his windshield wipers. Is that his windshield wipers, or is that is that some does he have some type, type of farm I animal? That, I think I think that's wipers, but I think I think he went champagne and beers, but I think he's talking about MGD. He is, yeah. MGD sucks. Oh, so he it, maybe it does suck. May, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I agree with him. Yeah, this shit out of everything. I double checked. Even Colt forty five, which wasn't bad in high school, works every time. The only good thing about okay. it is Hang on he's got a, a okay. giant yep. Hand. yep. <laughs> it's not raining that hard, David. Yeah, seriously. You got to put that delay on. That that's yeah. the sound of a wiper working too hard with not enough drops I'll, on the windshield. I'll tell you right. I'll tell you right now. There, no car made, no car that I've ever owned has the right intermittence for a light rain. It is always too quick. So I just manually handle the the, the uh, windshield wiping i wait i wait until there's enough droplets on the windshield and then i hit it one time and then well, wait again my it's not like i drive some crazy luxury you, I, I drive a crv yeah you got the honda uh, crv you can adjust the delay i think you can do that on my car on my subaru too but i, ne- I never figured that out like i don't do tilt i don't do there is there I don't, are. I don't yeah. use lots yeah. of functions. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, yeah. but there, there is like kind of a, a knob, yeah. and sometimes I figure it out. Yeah. Sometimes I do what you do. Just yeah. turn it on when That's I need me. to. That's me. That's how I live. I'm purple tea on this 32 Whoa. ounces for like 99 cents. You guys, it is the cheapest shit that they sell. Oh, even over malt liquor. What are you guys talking about, man? I'd rather drink Panther Tiss. Which is AKA hams. Oh, but that's what they call it. Oh, hams. hams. Now, I never had a hams, but it looks pretty good. We, we learned it's, that that's from Minnesota. And I always thought it was a Pacific Northwest beer. They had great commercials, hams. It's a good looking oh, yeah. logo. Yeah. I, I, I can't say I, I've had it before, though. No, I haven't. I haven't had it, but I would love one. I would love, if I saw hams, I would love Dave, a hams. David. Miller yeah. High Life is beer. what we, we are talking about. Yeah, not MGD. Miller Genuine Draft, we know it's shit. Yeah, it's the worst beer. It's Nobody's supposed to have that once they I, have a, a two-handle. I even, really. Yeah. You should have it when you're 17. Yeah. You don't have that yeah. even when you're 21. We would At high school, there'd be kegs of it. What's Oh, so-and-so's got having a party. Keg of yeah. MGD. We'd be like, fuck yeah, keg of MGD. Because we didn't know what, what good beer was. But you knew what cheap was. Yeah. And now MGD, I didn't even know they still sold it, to be honest. I never see it anywhere. No, adults aren't supposed to have that. Yeah. Oh, in Minnesota, um, 
Pam's beer than drink that. I would drink anything, NGD, over that. But anyway, to each his own, you guys like that. He likes. He just said MGD is the worst, and now he's saying Ham's is worse. He's saying MGD over High Life? That's that's an insane take. No, of course. Yeah, that is an insane take. And, and no, no, wait, he's saying MGD over Ham's. He's saying he's saying MGD is the worst, but he likes hams better. Now, my buddy, my- he, he was trashing us for for the champagne yes, of beers. Yeah. And then he goes, I even take MGD. Yeah. No, Nobody should about? take MGD no, over anything. Disgusting. What is this man talking about? He's he's off his lid. It's the white. Yeah, it's to drive it's him something. Nuts. And well, he doesn't even acknowledge it. You know, he just lets it go as, as if we're not going to notice. It's not that wet outside. It's not that wet. You know, I always. Here in the Ballard Lifestyle World headquarters, lately I've had to close the window because there's always somebody starts making noise outside. And I, I really need a fan on today because I got uh, I have shingles. I'm not sure that I mentioned. And it's so painful, <laughs> but it kind of feels better if there's some air blowing on my back. So if you hear the if you hear fan, it's that's medicinal. That's medicinal fanning. I'm not going to say I haven't bought one of those 32 ounce cans for the 99 cents before. Of course. When I was down, but. Just saying, I was shocked to hear you both agree on like that beer. And as far as the, uh, I can't with what is going on in his car. How is this man not acknowledging? <laughs> just wait. Is this is this like when the um, is this like when um, Goodfellas where they uh, where they murder Frank Vincent and they throw him in the trunk, but he's still kind of alive. Oh, he's kicking. Yeah. He's like making noises. Yeah. yeah. So they gotta they gotta go back and open up the trunk and shoot him again. Does does David Bray he stabs him right? Yeah. Does does David Bray have an airport shitter in his trunk? Had he, was there too much for him to take at the Saint Salt Lake City Delta Terminal, and he's just had to take somebody with him and throw him in the trunk? Like, how are you not acknowledging the sound? He's got he's got somebody from Boston that was complaining right. about where right. to move their ticket. Well, they buy a car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put them in the trunk. Yes. The the vagina word is very, very uncomfortable. Oh, I agree. There is a good alternative. Uh, It was brought to life in the famous Beverly Hills Cop by Eddie Murphy. Trim. What's wrong with Trim? I love Trim. Four-letter word. No syllables. It's probably one of the better ones. Trim. Or or the British version. Quim. (laughs) How's that? That's a nice piece of Quim over there. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that. Trim. Hey, boo. Well, I mean, I might be cut off. I think, look, I'm, I think I'm too old to be yeah, using I, euphemisms. Like, yeah. I it, I don't know. Yeah. Well, look, I have a disgusting disease now, and I, I was able yeah. I was able to score a piece over the weekend, but I think it might have just been a sympathy lay. And now, like, she's- With shingles? Yeah, I know. Now she's seen this thing on me. Wait, hang on a second. Yeah. I thought you said you shouldn't be, like, rubbing around. Like- well, it's on my back. She's not. Wait, she's not, so what, yeah. you so have to rub the just, actual. It's just the sore itself. Yes. Yeah. You have to. You have to encounter the vesicles. Oh no! But still, I would not fuck me with this on my back. And look, I, was, <laughs> I might, I might never get laid again. It's just a bit, and 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 no one. I would have no one to blame but myself. All right, and it's just uh, it's not disgusting. Trim. Did you get some trim? Trim. Love bring it. That back. Yep. Uh, but how do you say it to the girl? Like, hey, let me see that trim. That doesn't work. You can only say, you know, like, hey, let's get a look at how about a piece I, of I that have to trim? Say, yeah. If I said, let me see that, I don't uh, think what? I think it would be closed up what? shop for the night. 
<laughs> you never know. Just try it a different way. I don't know. It's, I'm just saying. It, I'm spitballing here. In, in my specific yes. relationship, yeah. if I said, let me yeah. see that, I think, uh-huh. think show, I would show not daddy. see it. Show daddy that trim. How about that? <laughs> no? Okay. Hey, look, there's different words. I don't know. Yeah. Work back into the rotation. All right, guys. Also, the Vegas, uh, I'm down. Vegas, I'll meet you guys. Also, I have a good hookup there. He loves me because I'm a Marine, former Marine. Yep. Uh, it's a Venetian. I know Susan. I'm in for sure. Okay. So know. But count me as a 100% in. Okay. And also, guys, gay agents have it harder than anybody. Take care. <laughs> love y'all. I love David. I don't, <laughs> I don't love that sound, but I'm, I love David. I, yeah. I'm pro gate agent. Oh, me too. Absolutely. No, they got a hard gig. I, I'd never give them shit. Never. No. No, they're just, you know, they're just trying to get you checked in. Okay, here's another one. Hey, Brian, no, Ed, Ballers, what's Steve. going on? So just a quick call here because I am keeping it short. Uh, good to see you on Friday. Oh, Ed, Ed you, joined, you joined the Stereo After Show. How'd that go? I didn't get a chance to listen. I I did. I Uh-oh. I felt I didn't have a, like, an, like, I don't know. I no. I guess it's it's a different vibe. Like yeah. I I had a good time saying hi to everybody, but yeah. like I didn't have we we have an agenda of what we're talking about yeah. here. Yeah. So I felt like I could stay on topic or whatever yeah. on this show. That one I like I didn't have. I was just chatting, but like I didn't have like much to say. I felt like I was, you know, it was they were like, "Hey, thanks for showing up." And I'm like, ah, I, I feel i don't really have much to offer tonight well, but people call in you just respond to the calls gotcha. right yeah well, were you not playing calls oh no I it was, they played a couple yeah. they played a couple yeah. Which, it was it was it was lovely to talk to everybody yeah, there, yeah great people that's awesome also i'm not sure that i eat 35 pieces of pizza in a year so maybe i need to step my game up well, hold on a second so pizza was discussed, Ed? I don't even remember. Okay. I mean, eat, you easily eat 35 pieces of pizza in a year. It's like you get a pie for the family. You're probably going to have about three slices. I think three is usually my number. If I'm a little drunk. I go back. I leave that. I leave it on the counter. I have my three slices. And if I'm a little drunk and I go in there later in the evening and I look over and I see that that, that pizza's kind of dried out and still in the box, I eat another slice. So I'm good for four right there. Do do I do that seven, eight times a year? You better fucking believe it. So, yeah, you're having 35 slices. No, I I have pizza way more often than that. Like, I I would say, I would say we have pizza. I don't know what number I gave if it came up, but I think. North, well, north of twenty times a year, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll get pizza. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll go for I'll go for a long stretch where I get a like a pizza a week. You know, I yes. might I might yes. go like I might go eight weeks in a row where I get a pizza a week. You know, it's a I week. think What's it's I think it's quite possible we we've we order pizza forty times a year. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Pizza's fantastic. But here's the reason for the call. We all know it was the Kentucky Derby, which I read is the. Um, Amish version of NASCAR that's stolen. I didn't create that. Um, but here it is in lieu of the K- Kentucky Derby. Oh, I have a daily's choice. Okay. And that is, do we take the drunk Willie shoemaker that oh. rides a giant animal with yeah. a unit? Yeah. Presumably they are males, right? Yeah. Or Lionel Messi. Oh, so there's the choice. Oh. Willie Shoemaker or the super uber rich Lionel Messi, who is we. Willie Thanks, Sh- and I'll hang up and listen. Wait, oh, wrong song. Hold on. 
Davy's choice. It's the choice I make. Davy's choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. A Will, Willie Shoemaker, who was who was a great jockey in the 1970s. Yeah, I, th- I think he he died in like the mid 90s. Yeah, and after he got boozed up and went into a ditch, apparently he was. Then maybe there were like special pedals in the car or something. But he was, and probably doesn't take much for a 98 pound guy to get boozed up. But he got boozed up and went into a ditch, and then he was. Uh, he was paralyzed for the last part of his life. I remember. And I believe Willie Shoemaker, Ed, I could be completely out of my gourd here. I believe Shoemaker is a nom de plume as he was given that name because he was so little at birth that they had to, they had to incubate him in a shoe box. Whoa. <laughs> But why would you ditch the? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hold on, um, that's actually not true. It's, it appears that is his given his Christian name, <laughs> Willie Shoemaker, the legend. Yeah, the shoe. Um, yeah. Uh, so I briefly worked at American Express for like a year, yeah. and on the walls of my office there were ads, like classic ads of American Express, and oh, there was yeah. one with him. And Will Chamberlain remember that. standing next to each I other. Remember that? Yeah. And it was I, I used to see it like every day. Yeah. And I was fascinated by just how little one guy was and how big one guy was. And although Lionel Messi, as yeah. his name is, yes, um, Lionel Messi is one of the most famous athletes of all time. Yeah. The curiosity factor. Yeah. With it, what's a jockey passing? Like what is a like a little jockey yeah, working with? Yeah. I know I, Messi is like five six. He's he's yeah. he's not big, yep. but we're talking shoemaker was like four. I don't know. I'll tell you. Four? I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. William Lee Shoemaker, born August 19, 1931, died October twelve, two thousand three. American jockey. For 29 years, he hold, held the world record for total professional jockey victories. Widely considered one of the greatest jockeys of all time. The jockey's a guy that just holds on while the horse runs around the thing, and then he whips him. But he you can't be him. fat. Referred to a lot of lot of uh, bulimia. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they have a they have a toilet in their locker room just for puking. Referred to as Bill, Willie, and the shoe. I gotta be honest. Not the most creative nicknames for a dude called William Shoemaker. And also, The Shoe? That's this is not even, that's just a shortened version of his name. It has nothing to do with his jockeying ability. ability. That's like I hate when nicknames is just the guy's initials. They're like, oh, Kevin Durant. Yeah. You know, KD. 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 Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Give him a yeah. real, nickname, real nickname or he's just Durant. Well, he's the Durantula. Which is a pretty sweet That's, nickname. Yeah. No, early in his career when he was on the Sonics, yeah. I remember like ESPN or people trying to get that going, yeah. and he he shot it down. Oh, they yeah, well, I mean, it's a sweet nickname, the Tarantula. Although, um, uh, if you've ever seen a, a Tarantula, I mean, they barely move. It just a, just sits there, just a hairy dinosaur that just doesn't. You know, it's not it's not very agile like Kevin Durant. So. Oh, William Lee Shoemaker. So I was wrong there, but hold on. Was born in the town of Fabens, Texas. 
at 38 ounces. Yo. Shoemaker was so small at birth that he was not expected to survive the night. Put in a shoebox on the oven to stay warm. He survived, but remained small, growing to, are you ready, Ed? Four feet, ten inches. That was going to be my guess. I said four feet, and then you yes. said, I'm going to tell yes. you. And I, you were going to say ten. I and, was going to say ten. And weighing, any guesses? And weighing, let's say 98 pounds. 91 pounds. No. His diminutive size proved an asset as he went on to become a giant, get it, in thoroughbred horse racing. Let's hear about this car accident, though. Um, soon after retiring as a he jockey drunk, in, right? in 1990. Oh, yeah. Shoemaker returned to the track as a trainer where he had modest success, continued to train racehorses. Shoemaker was involved in a solo drunk driving car crash on April 8th, 1991 in San Dimas. Of course, that is where the 10, 210 and 57 meet. When he rolled over the Ford Bronco 2, he was driving prone to rollovers, those Bronco 2s. The accident left him paralyzed from the neck down. Oh, that's a bad one. You'd rather be dead. And he thereafter used a wheelchair. You're kidding, doctor. Even though a blood sample drawn 98 minutes after he entered the hospital showed his blood alcohol at 0.13, Shoemaker did not accept blame for the crash. He sued the California Department of Transportation for not install. Why don't you put up some guardrails so I don't crash when I'm drunk? And the Ford Motor Company for faulty vehicle design. Ford settled with Shoemaker for $1 million. Oh, Ed, like you, William Shoemaker, an author. Shoemaker authored three murder mysteries. What? They were often compared to the large stable of best-selling. Oh, he wrote horse mysteries, Ed. Wow. <laughs> Stalking horse, fire horse. And you know, I've, I've needed more horse mysteries in my life. Who the fuck is that in horses? <laughs> I mean, the man was tiny. And look. Do you think his fingers like it was it hard for him to type the keyboard? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. We had to do this. He had to do the Stephen sausage fingers. He had to do the Stephen Hawking thing. He did did it with his chin. (laughs) Now, Ed, there's one. If there's one thing I know about jockeys, is these dudes need it more than soccer players. Like you would need to. These guys are trying to fuck twenty four seven. If you've ever been around jockeys, they love to drink and try to do sex to people, and they're so little. So I think that's a good choice. Willie Shoemaker. Okay. Yeah, here's definitely. Another there's another one. Brian, Ed, Baller Nation, what's going on? Hope all is well. It's fan fan. You guys are on that what, nine and a half year mark. Yep. Almost 10 years. Is that true? Pretty epic. I guess you guys probably don't ever really sit not back really. and think it's about how much epic. you guys have it's, helped. It's kind of depressing. You know, especially me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like I've mentioned previously, last year was a crazy, crazy year for me, and a lot of things have pulled together for me. And uh, oh, I can't thank you guys enough. Yeah, I could be. I don't feel like I could be who I could be without some decent entertainment, some laughing, some comedy, and you guys deliver all that in a fun way. And you know, of course, the audience. Uh, damn it, they're not great. <laughs> fan of the show, fan of the fan. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I was finishing that, that Texas third step, which is a colonoscopy after two Ironmans. 
And oh, uh, the wow. anesthesiologist, he was a veteran who just got out of, uh, just got done serving his term and he was out. He was about kind of exchanged uh, pleasantries towards each other. And I asked him for a little bit of a bump course because I want to get high and he could keep me awake for a few minutes so I could enjoy the shit. It's going through an awful lot. At least getting the buzz. And he kind of laughed. Anyways, as I was walking down the halls, uh, bumping into the walls and tripping over my own feet, I kind of, uh, I thought about maybe he did give me a spike. Anyways, I started thinking about all that you guys have done just for different people for some odd reason. Don't, don't ask questions while I was thinking about you after I got something shoved up my ass. That's weird. Uh, don't make eye contact. Anyways, uh, I started thinking about you guys and how much you do for me, how much I appreciate you guys and was thinking, you know, Brian, you're trying to bump that thing up five bucks, man. I know some of my friends, they have, uh, uh, like CO or whatever the, the companies that give the 5013Cs and oh, yeah. basically they send out emails and stuff like that. And there's different blocks for how much money you could donate, but you could put some money up on there. So if people are feeling good and, or people just, especially if you've been in business now for going on 10 years. But people hadn't give and they want to give you an abundance of money, let them give it to you. Fuck, okay. why not? Who okay. Cares, you know? Yeah. You deserve it. You earned it. I'm into that. Uh, anyways, maybe put like a $500 deal, a $200 deal, a $100 deal. Yeah. Uh, mix it up. Pad your pocket a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, you guys have been in business for a while. You do a great job. I appreciate what you do. Uh, y'all need anything, let me know. I hope y'all come to Austin. That'd be wonderful. I don't like to travel. Anyways, but All right. Fan, fan. I think he's talking about tiered membership which we could do we could do like get um like oh like like um for for this yep. membership we yep. give you this yep ed comes over and gives you a hand job yeah i'll ski mm-hmm. ski pole yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go yeah you go in on it you go right you get a, you get a two for one right uh i love that i love that idea yeah. we'll, we'll we'll come yeah, up with top some tier yeah. you get ski pole while i give yes. you uh some johnny depp yeah oh yes amazing yeah ed will leave your voicemail your outgoing voicemail as johnny depp that's a good one that's a good <laughs> tiered item there yeah we can come up with some stuff there here's another one hey guys super lee here just want to call in thank to thank ed for calling in to the uh, friday show oh. that was awesome stereo.com back flavor to it Brian, we missed you. Understand you were doing some Cinco de Mayo partying. Understand that. I had shingles. And then I just want to thank you <laughs> and Dola for really just a, a great, great three-hour show. Wow. Man, a lot of content going That's on there. a lot. A lot of content for Retro Circle subscribers. Yep. Thank you, guys. Keep oh, it balling. Once we repost it. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you. Super Lee, you're the best. Okay, a couple quick. Yeah, I think Lee was co-hosting. Oh, I yeah, was yeah. And 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 Dola was like, "Hey, I'll, I'll allow you to host or something." I was like, "No, no, I just want to say hi. Like, I'm not yeah, yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. bump anyone no, out of a lot of work space. Like, I just want to say hi." Yeah, long for the ride. I like it, um, guys. Sorry for the email after a voicemail, but I didn't want to be one of those guys who calls multiple times in one show. I forgot. I had a daily's choice for you. Whoa. Please insert additional commercial here. Ed walks up to a public restroom and at and standing at one urinal with a very wide stance is JJ Watt. On the other side, using the toddler urinal, 
always <laughs> I always use the toddler urinal. By the way, I don't like. It's not that I'm well. I'm not very tall, but also it's less splash. I'm not pissing directly into it. I'm pissing down to the one oh, near I would the floor. Think it's more splash because there's more distance. It's more distance, but I guess it's just. I, I guess it's maybe it's splashing closer to my shoes. I don't know. Using the toddler urinal is danger, Russ Wilson. Where does Ed look? That's a pretty good one, Ed. Two Wisconsin players. <laughs> That's right, both Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, f- for me, yeah. I, I, I'm genuinely not curious at all about anything Russell Wilson does. Me either. Me either. JJ Watt's a massive human. Huge. But I want to see what a massive guy is working with. Y- yes, yes, especially because he's a giant person that stays after practice and as a defensive player catches balls off the pitching machine with one hand. That's right. And then also wraps. That is not at all performative for the HBO cameras. And also wraps at you and does like a, um, does like an Iceman, like teeth thing while he's wrapping at you. So you got to see what there's, uh, that's a very confusing. You got to see what's going on there. Now, on the other hand, Russell Wilson, he got Ciara. who's like, it's pretty beautiful. That's that's true, but also also he his first wife. Remember, this is his second wife. His his first wife. He was allegedly cucked by Golden Tate. So that's there's there's a situation there where you might be like, hey, what's going? How were how are you not able to keep or hold the first one? Wait, and then the second one, you um. You know, you got Ciara. Like this am I, could go am either I way. Off isn't with Ciara. Isn't he following the game? Um. Oh no, not the game. Future. Oh, future. Because oh. I was like, if you're following the game, we saw what the game was working with. Would not want to follow. Whoo! I hope not. I hope you're not following the game ever because the game is. He's he's playing by his own set of rules in his game. Yeah. yeah. Pringles can. Yeah, it's a lot. Dear ballers, my lady makes more money than I do and her family and her family lives in Rancho Santa Fe. That's a very like rich area northern San Diego County where Phil Nicholson lives. Okay. How how can I maintain it's also also I believe Jewel lived down there for quite a while and Fun fact, the um, home of the, what were those um, people that went to meet up with the Comet? They were, they were renting a house and they were a cult and Heaven's Gate. The Heaven's, oh, Heaven's Gate is there. Yeah, the Heaven's Gate cultists, they rented, and that's got to suck. When you rent a big ass, you rent out your big, beautiful home to some cultists, and then they all kill themselves in your house. It makes it impossible to sell. Yeah. That's that's a black mark. Yeah, it really is. How can I maintain my alpha status despite this unfortunate arrangement? That's from Burton Hemet. Well, I mean, it sounds yeah. pretty good to me, dude. Yeah. Quick question. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you still get access? Yeah. To your lady? Yeah. Do you get trim? You get you. She if, makes if all the money. Access, then yeah. that's as alpha as it gets because she sounds like a real prize. Yes. And if she's choosing to be with you, yes. guess what? You're, you've got alpha status. She makes money. She comes from money. She surrenders the trim to Burton Hemet. Sounds like a. Bert. It sounds like pure alpha dumb to me. Other than Bert. the Hemet part. 
having it being out earned yeah should be the goal oh yeah right 100%. that just means whatever you're you're fighting for whatever you're earning in life yeah if you're getting out earned yes that means there's more money coming into the house Fuck, this yeah. is this is a good thing yeah, it's beautiful i love it it would suck if if she's working hard and she's making like nothing and you're like this isn't even a good contribution That's you're getting a good contribution. It's a team effort. I, 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 uh, I believe Bert, who's in, who's new to me, Bert. I believe Bert knows that he's flexing here and he's pretending that he's not. Okay, here's one more. Hey, dear friend Brian, what's your favorite Matlock episode? That's from G Fish, who's a bad person. He's making fun of me for being old because I have shingles. And and look, G Fish, I actually have an answer for this. You've seen Matlock. So when I was working on my Christmas book, yeah. I was like looking for Christmas episodes and I Googled and I found, I think I just watched it on YouTube. Yeah. There is a Madlock episode, a Christmas episode where Brian Cranston, oh, he's fantastic. come up several times in this show. Yeah, fantastic. He gets a cute, he's Santa. So the episode is his, he, he's not allowed to see his kid. Oh yeah. He shows up at a Christmas party dressed like Santa to go give his daughter a gift. Oh, what a psycho. And he get, he gives the daughter a gift, and at that party, the the mother gets murdered. And so he's the obvious suspect, and Matlock has to represent him. And then he defends him, and we find out that, you know, he just wanted to see his daughter and it's happy because at the end, like there's a there's a reconciliation, like he's cleared and he gets to spend time with his daughter. And I'm like, hey, is it anyone want to ask why yeah, he why? wasn't allowed any access to his daughter whatsoever? It's a pretty high bar for a court to to that needs to be met for a court to say, actually, you cannot see your kid. Right. The father can't be around exactly. the kid whatsoever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, happy, happy you get to be reunited with your daughter at Christmas. And it's like, yeah, he wasn't allowed to see her. Now, wasn't he a um, Matlock was a country lawyer. And didn't he didn't he dress like the Colonel Sanders? And also what what service did Colonel Sanders serve in? Uh, yeah. He he was a, uh, a roadside gas station <laughs> chicken man. He had the 11 herbs and spices. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. The week in sports and culture and whatever. Talking loud, comments, conundrums, my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.